This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Roger Rosenkopf. Of the way Saturday went offensively, not just from a entire perspective, but maybe just the way the line played. Your thoughts on what you saw in film? Yeah, um, credit to them. They had a good game plan coming in, and um, you know we just didn't execute on uh, certain things, certain game plan stuff that we came in. And uh, I mean, it's all it's our fault as the players, and uh, we need to take ownership of it. Um, and last Saturday was not acceptable, but uh, mm. hey, that's what film's for. We come in, fix the stuff we need to fix, and. Uh, come back this week and get ready for Stanford. Uh, how much do you allow yourself to say a lot of what happened Saturday was because of the inexperience at center and guard with a true freshman and a redshirt freshman both out there together? Yeah, um, like, like you said, those guys are young, but, I mean, there's a reason Huff put them out there. If they're not ready, Huff won't put them out there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, I know co- stuff comes without the experience, but uh, um, as you have those young guys come through, Kind of like myself, you learn stuff as you go through it. And uh, like I said, just need to execute the game plan better. Did they do anything that you guys weren't kind of expecting on on Saturday? No. um, A little bit bit more pressure stuff than we expected. But, I mean, if it it works once, then better expect it um, more and more and more. So, uh, like I said, just got to prep for this, kind of that stuff this week and uh, go from there. Sounds like you kind of expect more of what ASU did versus Stanford Saturday, that maybe they kind of gave a little bit of a blueprint and you guys got to kind of now counter that. Yeah, absolutely. Um, like like our coaches say, uh, it's on film. It's, our, it's on film for everyone to see. Yeah. So, uh, like like I said before, it's game plan this week. Got to execute and uh, come out and uh, Stanford with the win. How, how t- tough is it to go to a place like Stanford where you really have to kind of bring your own energy because yeah. it's not in the stands? Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I think the last time that stadium was full was back in the McCaffrey days. So, I mean, it is it is, uh, it is a little bit different, but uh, we just got to bring the juice from Seattle and bring it all the way uh, yeah. to Palo Alto. And if we do that, uh, I don't think that'll did, be effective. Did the line feel a little out of sync? I mean, was it always one guy here, one guy there? Uh, I mean, yeah, kind of the whole game. Uh, just really couldn't get in a rhythm. Uh, like I said before, didn't execute on any game, game plan stuff, and uh, that that's the result of uh, Saturday. But, I mean, we're here to fix it, um, recognize the problems. and yeah. How would you say the guys responded in practice? Like, what have you noticed since Saturday, the way they've yeah, back? I mean, I mean, we won the game, but you kind of go in the locker room, and everyone kind of feels like, well, we won, but it didn't really feel like we won, you know, mm-hmm. as we should have. But, uh, uh, like I said, credit to them. They came with a good game plan. We didn't execute, and uh, yeah, yeah, I'm curious, I think so. The, just the motivation of this group. We're talking to Grub yesterday. He said, you know, he comes back and says to you guys, you know, put us up against the wall if you yeah. want to, and, and say that this group is overrated and all that. Yeah. What what does a game like that do for you in terms of kind of resetting motivation for this offense? Yeah, um, kind of like Coach Grub said, we we love being the underdogs. Um, I mean, our ranking might not show it, but if everyone doubts us, calls us overrated, I hope they keep on doing that. Because, uh, I mean, ever since this new staff came in, uh, we've kind of been the underdogs, it feels like. We've kind of been back down in the corner, but we love it. 
I mean, it's what we thrive in, and um, once we have that mentality, uh, we're we're tough offense to stop. Hey, you know, there's this club forming here. Jabbar Muhammad. I gotta get a part of it. I gotta get a part of it. You know, Mish did his thing. He's ready to take that thing back to the crib. So it was a big pivotal moment in the game, and he stepped up. And what was kind of your understanding of, of where this program was at defensively when you went in the portal and then they first started talking to you? Oh, yeah. I mean, well, um, I, I, I always knew that they had pieces, a lot of pieces coming back. It's going to be an um, a older team, you know, a lot of uh, fifth and sixth year guys. And, um, you know, my role was just to come in here and, you know, kind of take the corner room under my under my wing and try to give them the knowledge that I have, with, uh, knowing that they have a lot of talent coming back. So um, my, my knowledge was, like I said, was the old, as an older team, and I could be a part of something special here. How do you kind of feel about the the pass coverage here through seven games? I feel like we're getting better better every game. Uh, of course, we have some mistakes uh, here and there. We, we play man a lot, a lot of man coverage. So, um, but I feel like we're getting better each and every game. Um, everybody's getting some burn, whether it's EJ, Jay, um, Dad. Uh, so we're growing people up, and everybody's getting some good burn. And, uh, we're getting better every game. You've uh, played at Texas, Oklahoma, that kind of stuff, but you seem genuinely surprised about the game day experience here. Could you talk about that? Yeah, I mean, I always thought that football in the South was just like better like I always thought that you know uh, that was we know we live breathe eat drink sleep football down there so when I come up here to a different part of the country and I see you know the same if not better atmosphere then you know I kind of get surprised every single time what does it do to you when you're out here and it's at the highest volume yeah it just gets you hype I mean it makes you it makes you want to make a play like you kind of have to calm yourself down like because, uh, you know, if, if you uh, go out there trying to make a play, then, you know, it, sometimes uh, it don't turn out your way. So I always have to calm myself down. I can't get too far it, too far into it. But, uh, man, it just makes you want to make a play. And you're going to probably tell other guys they should consider going to the UW? Oh, yeah. From, from your I would. part of the country? I would, for sure. Yeah. I would, for sure. What was your takeaway from the, uh, the pass interference flag that they picked up? Uh, after you saw it on film? Uh, it was a no-call. <laughs> it was a no-call. <laughs> it was a no-call. So, hey, uh, you know, he can stay right there on the field. Uh, but, I mean, I ain't going to lie, i seen it. But it was a no-call. So. What is it like playing in a game like that where, I mean, it's so low scoring yeah. and there's zeros on the board and yeah. you're, you're you're trying to keep them to one or two scores? Right. Uh, yeah, as a defense, you know, we kind of just want to do our part. It kind of it kind of keep us motivated. Like, when there's seven points on the board, you know, in a college football game, that's that's big to hold because these, these players and these teams are explosive. You know what I mean? So to hold them, hold them, uh, hold them guys explosive, good, really good elite players to seven points uh, is it, special. But, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really motivating to see uh, that's a low-scoring game. It's a, def- a, de- a, def- a defensive game. Um, so we just went out there, and, uh, and like I say, every, every single step we got better. What have you seen from Stanford's offense so far? Oh, uh, yeah, um, uh, run and pound. Uh, they're going to run and pound and try to take some shots. So um, we got to be fundamentally sound, whether that's tackling, whether that's in our coverage with our eyes. Um, we're getting the scheme down packed. Uh, try to mentally handle the stakes getting bigger and bigger with every game yeah um uh, i was talking to ej about that uh just you know kind of just taking the game by game one one play at a time one game at a time uh we know what's at stake you know coach juice reminds us every friday we know what's at stake um especially with the talent getting better uh the people getting better um like i said we know what's at stake and our, our position is already as hard as it is so we can't add any more pressure to ourselves so uh, we just go out there like i said take it day by day um believe in our preparation we go out there try the ball do you do you look at pressure as a good thing, like a thing that you can thrive under, or do you look at pressure as a thing that you try to avoid by by putting it into different perspective? I mean, like like I said, uh, play this position, it's already as much pressure as there can be. So I mean, um, it's for sure something we can thrive under. Um, pressure is a privilege, you know what I mean. So uh, to go out there, 
with 60, 70,000 um, watching you. You know what I mean? It's, it's big. It, it just wants you to, uh, like I said, it, it, it makes you want to make a play. So. Even to improve, like especially like that one touchdown they scored. Like we missed like three tackles on one screenplay, and uh, mm -hmm. you know it's just always about honing into our details and uh, improving. How how do you clean that up? How do you get those missed tackles out of the way? Besides working on it in practice, which there's only so much you can do in practice, yeah, I get no. that. But how do you how do you clean that up halfway through the year? It's just more so about like being more attentive to the details where it's just like okay like we're fitting up but now I'm like I'm trying to get as close as possible as I can fitting up and I'm trying to wrap up I'm trying to like okay like what type of grab am I going to get with this angle versus if I have this leverage and uh, whatnot so mm -hmm. he's squatting down now folks, squatting down way, yeah. a lot more <laughs> these days so yeah do you, do you feel like I, I, I was talking to Braylon about this that you guys are getting everybody's best punch top five team in America yeah. undefeated mm -hmm. Playing you guys and beating you guys is a big deal. Yeah. You kind of feel like yeah. that. I mean, that's that's uh, the that's thing that I was telling the OBs last Thursday. I mean, any, anybody can have the crown, but, you know, real kings reign for decades. So, I mean, a lot of people are going to try to take it from us, and, you know, we just got to fend off. You know, we got to be the real players that we think we are. So we got to fend them off. Yeah. How about going down to Stanford? Kalen was talking about leaning on his days in the MAC when there weren't many people in the stands to yeah. kind of create some energy. You've been down there before. How do you do that? I mean, it is called the farm, but I, I mean, every time I've been there, it's always been a dog fight. <laughs> so, I mean, it's 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 not like I'm gonna walk in there and think it's gonna be sweet. Like it, they're gonna fight their butts off. I mean, obviously VG's there, and I know that he's gonna get those guys ready to go. And uh, you know, I'm just expecting you know just a, hard, a game just as hard, if not harder, than the one we just played. Yeah, all right, go get it, man. Thanks, yeah, pal. Appreciate it. Where were you when Misha had the pick six? I was like, like. 20 yards away on the field and then I tried to like the second the second he caught it I started bolting I'm like oh we got to score we got to like sprint I got to be the lead blocker on it but he he beat me there but yeah I was on the field sprinting with him how far did you make it downfield did you block anybody on that nah I didn't do it but I hit 21 miles that day so <laughs> <laughs> on that play I hit 21 miles so we're good yeah uh you've been around Mish for a long time yeah. here uh what have you seen him do as a person, as a player, to prepare himself to get into a moment like that and take advantage you know, of it? The interesting thing about Mish is that, like, the very first day he came here, like, they had, like, fresh and me's and everything, and I'm walking in because, like, I'm a vet, you know. At this one, I'm a vet, young sophomore Eddie. And uh, him and Asa already just coming back from a workout. I'm like, what are you guys doing? I'm like, oh, we just worked out. I'm like, before the very first meeting, before the very first meeting, they already got working. And I already knew at that point he was going to be a special player because he, he already had it. So, you know, like when the board came here, you know, and he was still walking on, I just told him, like, hey, like, keep an eye on Mish Powell. You know, like, yeah, he's walking, but, like, he works his butt off. And, you know, obviously he saw it and, he, you know, the, the you know, his benefits have been showing. But he's been working at this since, you know, he was 18 years old. So, I mean, I'm not surprised when he's making plays, man. I'm super proud of that guy, you know. This is, you guys got your own special club, you know, pick sixes this year. Is that? Yeah, it's just me and Mish right now. It's just kind of. No, for real. I mean, he got the little chain. I didn't get the chain. You know, like there's no love for that. But <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, sure. I mean, I'm welcome to have more uh, people in our little, you know, our uh, what's it called? Like at the airport when they had the, the little like exclusive club. The old diamond club. The old diamond club. Yeah, that's what we we're gonna call it. The diamond club for sure. Have <laughs> you told Sakai that he should be in that club? Yeah, no. He uh, he he missed his opportunity. Beamer told me not to do it. So does it count if he gets called back on a penalty? It doesn't count, but Thaddeus isn't in it. <laughs> Even though it wasn't his fault. Mm -mm. No, it's his fault. <laughs>
So, so I think this is known as an, as an offensive team. I think yeah. that's kind of how the country views it. But you guys are 22nd in scoring defense in the yeah. country. You guys have had huge fourth down plays. Basically won the game against Oregon. Obviously yeah. shut down at ASU. Uh, Two-part question. Do you feel like this defense has been overlooked at all? And, and two, what do you think you've shown over the last couple of games to maybe people who thought this was just all offense? I mean, that I mean that was probably one of the things that, like, you know, uh, kind of like the defense leaders in Merle talked about and just about us stepping up as a defense and being uh, as dominant as we can be. At the end of the day, like, the opinions of the people on the outside doesn't affect, you know, what we do on the field. Because at the end of the day, whether you respect us or you think that, you know, we're nothing, like, we still have to go out and compete and uh, dominate in our own thing. So, you know, for us, it's just like we're trying to be, you know, the best defense in the country every week, regardless if it's an offensive team or not. You know, we gotta, we're got to. we not trying to We're not trying to give up points anyway, you know, no matter how many points our offense scores. So we're not satisfied unless it's a zero on a, their scoreboard. Completely different topic. I don't know if, how much you thought about this, but there was a report that came out on Yahoo today that basically it looked as though for the 2024 and 25, the, the Apple Cup is, is – could remain intact there's a good luck chance okay. kid. that's obviously a big deal to you guys and has yeah. been with the fan base yeah. for a while what do you think about that whole situation and just maintaining that rivalry going forward even with the move i actually think it's really important i think it's really important for the state you know the tradition you know just because like the outside influences kind of put us to this position doesn't mean that you know certain histories have to die off and you know it'd be a shame if the apple cup didn't you know prolong Although it would be nice to like have that thing for like five years and not have to play a game, but you know, <laughs> other than that, other than that, it's like yeah, it's, it's great. It's great. You know, it's great for both programs, and you know, I hope they get themselves in a nice position as well. All right, thank you. Yeah. Have yeah, you played at Stanford before? I played. Yeah, nineteen when. Uh, really early, right? Yeah. 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 Because I know you missed twenty twenty one. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But it was uh, man, what I remember from that game, it was quiet. It was really quiet, and it was like hard to get like your energy up you know and I remember it was just it felt like you was on vacation so that's why I try to tell these guys like no nah, like you might as well just not play music this week like you got to bring your own energy and bring your own juice because they, they they're used to it they'll just come with the punch but it's just like you know you can't be flat against them you know because they'll, they'll really catch you at home have you been talking to Bruner about his career day down there yeah no I, I just kind of leave him alone I kind of <laughs> Because the crazy thing was, is that he almost broke my Stanford record for tackles, so I don't even want to, like, mention it. But, no, I mean, obviously, uh, it was actually super exciting to see that. You know, like, with me being in the Braves, I was actually watching it with my donor, and it was just, like, a, it was actually a fun fun game to watch for sure. Oregon and Arizona State, the crowd here mm-hmm. was as good as it's been in a long time. Yeah. Do you guys notice that? Yeah, we do. We do. I mean, it was just, like, you could like I just remember being at like the 35 down there and like actually hearing like the buzz. And I'm like, man, I don't think I've ever heard this before in my life. I'm like, get back to the play, get back to the play. <laughs> but no, it's been it's been electric, man. Like you can like I'm telling you, we feed off that. You know, we absolutely feed off it, man, and we need it every single game. Like especially when you know Utah comes in here, like we need that energy. Wazoo comes in here, we need that energy too. So it helps us a lot. It helps us tremendously. Could you hear it on the pick six? I couldn't hear. I just, it was more so, <laughs> it, I mean, I could, like, sometimes it gets so loud that it kind of, like, it's deafening, you know what I mean, where it's just, like, it's, like, silent. Like, do you, did you, did you watch Oppenheimer? Yeah. So, like, you remember when, like, they, like, they set it off and it was just, like, super quiet for, like, 20 seconds? Yeah. That's what it feels like. And then, like, once you're, like, tired and, like, down, then it's, like, <sighs> and then it, like, comes back. So, that's exactly how it feels like. Hey, are there a couple things where if you watched tape of your guys' defense last year, you, you would say, yeah, we're we're a lot better at that. Better yeah, hundred percent. You know, it's uh, 
I think the, the one thing that we've improved the most is, is being able to adapt on certain situations. I feel like initially when we first came here, if something was changed, we'd spend too much time figuring why do we need to change or like having a hard time adapting. You know, like uh, for instance, like this year, if something gets changed, it's like, okay, like it's new, but it's okay. We'll talk through it, we'll work through it. And like we're more, uh, we work better as a unit collectively, you know, working at, at certain changes. So I think that's our biggest difference. And it's definitely making us play faster and making us be more adaptive to offensive schemes. You're talking about like schematic changes? Mm -hmm. Is there an example that comes to mind maybe from last year that was like more difficult to get through? It's just like coverage things. It's just like things that we see on the fly, ways that we fit, fit things. It might be different one week than another, but it's just like, it's keeping the main thing the main thing. It's just like being able to be, you know, having all 11 guys on the same page. You're unbeaten. Are you amused by the reaction to last weekend's game? And I'm talking about beyond the stadium here. I watch all the football shows. They go, oh, Washington just stumbled this weekend. And I'm going, no, they won. But, you know, everybody's like saying, oh, maybe Oregon's the best team in the conference. I heard that from somebody, maybe on the Pac-12 network. But does that uh, kind of goad you a little bit? I mean, Oklahoma, like, literally almost lost on a two-point conversion. So, I mean, at the same time, like, these games are hard to win. I mean, it's not my fault if someone from, like, outside of the, you know, West Coast Rome, like, doesn't understand how good our Pac-12 teams are, you know. It's just, I mean, I, I just think it's ironic because it's just, like, when we did bowl season last year, like, what was the Pac-12's record then, you know, like, and what was the other conference's record? You know, we was on top of everybody else. So, I mean, Okay, we won at the end of the day. You know what I mean? That's the most important thing. A win's a win. You know, what's the point of scoring like 50 and then them coming back and then us losing? Then is it still like they play good and then they slip? You know, it's just, it is what it is, but it's kind of, you know, it's out of our control. Two more home games left for you. Mm -hmm. <laughs> is it getting weird? Uh, man, I'm trying not to think about it, but I mean, you know, for me, I'm just trying to focus on Stanford. Uh, and, uh, you know, like like I said, we have a gauntlet, so I really can't think about, like, the last two home games. But please ask me after, you know. Please ask me right after, so. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. All in. The, the difference between your guys' defense last year really? and this year. How would you sort of describe that? Uh, I'd say we're a little more mature. I mean, uh, guys really settled into their playbook, and, you know, they're just getting real comfortable, and, uh, you know, you see in the speed guys are playing, you know, guys are making plays, they're getting there. And uh, I think it all just comes down to guys really honing in on that playbook and getting real comfortable in it. What were maybe some of the points of emphasis like over the offseason coming out of last year that, that you think you guys have improved on? Uh, I think one of the main things for us is just, you know, creating havoc, you know, causing chaos. And, you know, obviously a lot a lot of these, uh, these offenses that they're dialed in, they're very detailed. And, you know, if you could just get in there and cre create some havoc and cause chaos, uh, you know, we firmly believe that, uh, you know, we can we can tear up any offense that comes our way. What does it do for you guys to, I mean, have a game like Saturday where you know, the offense wasn't moving it the way they're used to and, and you guys kind of held it down, you got the touchdown to, to go ahead there, you held them to seven points and yeah. come away feeling like the, the defense kind of won the game? 
Uh, I mean, obviously, we know what our offense can do, and once they get things going, I mean, you know, it's a scary sight. I mean, those guys, they're hard to stop, I mean, and they're hard to outscore. So, I mean, we know as a defense that if we just show up and we do our job, you know, as a team collectively, like, we have more than enough to win the game. And, uh, you know, it was just nice to see that with offense uh, struggling a little bit, that defense was able to find a way and, and will that one out and, you know, just finding a way to keep making plays and uh, just kind of grinding that one out. So, uh, you know, I was, I was really happy with the uh, winning to win, and, you know, we're just really happy that we got we got that one. You guys obviously held up pretty well, but what do you lose when, when Thule's not in there? Uh, I mean, you know, Thule brings a lot to the table, and, you know, that's why with him not there, uh, you know, obviously, uh, you know, we're losing a lot of experience. Uh, you know, uh, one of the guys who just caused a lot of chaos and havoc up front for us also. So, you know, losing Thule is a lot, but, you know, uh, as you guys see, our younger guys coming up, like, there's just a lot to be positive about. I mean, these guys are working hard, and, uh you know, having them in there, like, as you can see, we still, we're still able to fit those up and uh, cause some chaos. So, you know, we got, we got more than one weapon in the room, and uh, I think we're just starting to see uh, what kind of guys we got. I haven't had a chance to talk to you since the Oregon game, yep. but on that third down where you were able to penetrate, I mean, that was probably one of the biggest plays of the game. What do you remember about that? Uh, I, I, just, I just remember us needing a play. You know, I mean, when it comes to time like that, coach is always saying that, you know, it, it's a mentality. And, uh, you know, we, we knew those guys were going to want to pound the rock on us, uh, you know, especially fourth and two like that. So more just uh, finding gaps and just creasing in there, like I said, causing havoc and chaos. That's what we want. The last two weeks, you've had a lot of guys going, you know, Oregon's and uh, Arizona State going for it on fourth down. Is that a little bit of a sign of disrespect to you guys? You take it that way at all? Uh, I mean, not really. I mean... Every team has their own game plan. I don't know what they're thinking, but, uh, like, you know, I, I think we said it before, like, uh, you know, when fourth down, like, we know what we want to do, and, and that's to get those stops and, uh, you know, just get the ball back for our offense. Obviously, uh, with an offense that's, that scores as quick as, as these guys do, I mean, a lot of these offense want to want to take full advantage of those possessions. So, uh, as a defense, we just got to keep showing up and making those stops and, uh, you know, I just have full faith that our offense will get it done on the other side. One more. Where were you when Mish had the pick six, and what did you see? Oh, I was actually right there on the rush, too. So I was coming up the B-gap and uh, trying to get the hands up as he threw it, turned back, and I just seen Rush uh, Mish coming through. And, uh, yeah, obviously, like, you guys were here. The stadium just lit up, and, uh, I mean, we were able to get down there and, and put some points on the board. So. Did, did you run down for a downfield block? Or oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. I was, I was right there. I was right there behind Sakai, you know. Yeah, no, I was definitely trying to get down there, trying to get a block from my guy. But, uh, yeah, no, I mean, you know, Mish just got that speed. I don't think he really needed anybody with him on that one. What else you know about the experience Zion? Yeah, I think um, they've got some good pieces. I mean, uh, you know, just off the Colorado game, you know, obviously everyone's seen 13 in the second half. Um, they run a two-quarterback system, and even though eight's a little bit more of a runner, he, they do use him in the throwing game. You know, I think um, they got some good pieces over there, and, and, and what they've shown is their four-quarter team. You know, no matter what the score says, um, they're going to play you know, to the final down, final whistle. And, um, yeah, I think, you know, with the coach, head coaching change, kind of like what we went through last year, like they're, they're laying the bones, you know, the foundations of what they got going on. And, and um, yeah, it's, it's going to be fun. I think they still got, you know, that Stanford identity, you know, where they want to use the tight ends. They want to use that big wide receiver. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's going to be a four-quarter game. Like, and we, we, they showed that against Colorado. You know, you can't, you, can't uh, you know, expect them to just roll over. And we, we showed last week that, you know, we can't just expect it to happen either. So.
What was it like going down to the farm and, and playing down there in front of their like kind of non-crowd and stuff? Uh, yeah, this will be my first time playing them in the sun. Um, uh, the four o'clock kickoff is going to be nice. I think that'll bring a, a nice little dynamic to it. Um, but yeah, it, it's it's a it's a quiet stadium. But I mean, if if you let them stay in it, I mean, even even their 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 student section can get a little bit of volume to it. So um, yeah, you know, we were able to start fast, put our foot down, and. And, and keep it there, uh, we should be all right. What do you think are the areas where, I mean, if you watched film of your guys' defense from last year, you'd be able to point out and say, we're way better now this season? Um, uh, I think I think um, our coverage, for sure. I think, um, especially just comparing the, the last two Arizona State games, right, we kind of lost um, defensively last year um, and giving up uh, a few too many explosives through the air, um, whether that B coverage or the pass rush and then um this year you know i think i felt like we played a really good defensive game and and a lot of that was due to you know our newbie stepping up you know i think i thought elijah had a beautiful game obviously mish had the scoring the the scoring pick six and so yeah it was um i think last year our numbers didn't amaze people but we had a, we had a solid defense and uh and we were able to take steps in what many felt was maybe a weaker secondary compared to uh, past years. And so I'm, I'm very proud of those guys. They put in a lot of work, um, both safeties, corners, all of them, you know, hitting the jugs or just uh, um, getting the continuity in that room right. So it's, uh, it's, it's good to see the, them all resulting. Even, you know, the guys coming off the field, I feel like Dad has put up some beautiful tape this year. And, um, you know, guys that got hurt, you know, Devon, when he was playing, was, was doing very well. So, yeah, I think that room's got some uh, special things in store this year and in the future. But, um, yeah, I'm very glad to to see them do better because they really worked hard, were hard for that. I'm, I'm sure you were asked about this. So I apologize. But Coach Morell talked yesterday about how maybe if the sack numbers aren't there, he still feels like you know you and Braylon and that edge room are, are affecting the quarterback. How, how would you sort of assess your play through these first seven games? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's um, I think it's quality tape that we put on. You know, at the end of the day, we're playing a team defense, a, a team style defense, and. Um, Selfishly, I would I would like to have more sacks, but I mean, I'm, we're seven and zero. I can't really complain about about the, the results so far. But um, yeah, I think uh, I think if if you were just to go off of what you've heard of our defense and then what we put on tape, like you, you at least are game planning me and Braylon. And so it's, um, while it may a little be a little bit harder to get sacks, um, we are affecting them in some way. Whether it's you know a quick release or. Like I remember one time I got off fast and I felt like Herbert didn't even, not Herbert <laughs> Nick's didn't even uh didn't even like finish his drop before he decided to tuck it and things like that. So it's um you know whether uh, we're we're giving them a shorter clock or not letting them finish their dropbacks things like that, keeping them in the pocket. I mean there's different ways to affect a quarterback than sacks. Obviously we want that we want you know we want the the negative play and maybe a turnover you know a chance at that. Selling a little or a lot. Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow, whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits. Shopify helps you sell everywhere, from their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got 
you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Braylon Trice. Some adversity out on the field as a defense, you know, we're going to fight to the end and um, finish the game, you know, so yeah. I think it's a great thing. Was that the type of game where you guys at one point just said, look, man, the offense doesn't have it tonight. This is a day where we have to kind of pick up the, the slack a little bit here. I mean, we knew that, but we don't we don't ever say that, you know, we're out there like regardless of the, the score, you know, we could have been up by 30 and we would have still been playing as hard as we would have, you know, yeah. so yeah. Um, I don't think any of that really negates how we how we play as a defense. What's your take on the pass rush overall? The pass rush overall? I think it's going good. It's just, you know, uh, dealing with double teams and, shit and stuff like that. Excuse my language. Uh, but, you know. Uh, we can bleep that out. <laughs> we're still getting pressures and uh, hurry. So I think it's fun. We got a few QB hits last game. Um, yep. You know, we're always going to, always going to rush as hard as we can so you know is it is it frustrating though that the sacks aren't there there's only one team in college football with fewer sacks than you guys does that frustrate you guys at all no i'm not really frustrated at all to be honest um i mean it'd be good to have sacks but uh it feels good that the rest of our defense is out there able to eat you know um if we're playing our tails off sorry we're out there making it easier for the guys behind us to play and same for them you know so Going back and look at the, the pick six by Mish on Saturday. Two oh, yeah, plays yeah. before, you had a big hit on, on Bourget. How much do you think that kind of rattled him maybe a little bit, just kind of getting home and laying a lick on him, you think? I like to think that it that it uh, rattled him up a little bit and made him throw the ball a little bit bad, but um, I'm not taking nothing away from Mish. Um, he deserved that. He's a great player. Um, he prepares well. He knows the game inside and out, and he he was ready for that for that opportunity. He took it all the way down. So yeah. He also kind of feel like there's almost a bullseye on your back that you're getting team's best shot now yeah but i mean shit bring it you know i'm <laughs> i enjoy it you know i love this this is what i do uh, yeah what do you see on film from this stanford football team they had a big game versus colorado and then got really shut down against the uh, bruins last weekend man yeah um i mean obviously we've seen a lot of stuff but stanford you can't take away from them uh you can't say they're a bad team you know all, all these teams in the pac-12 are good um, regardless of their record uh, so it's going to be a good game. I mean, they got a lot of players on their team. They can run the ball well. Um, it's going to be a good game. Sure. Thanks, man. Yeah. This is known as an offensive team. I think that's how the country you know, views yeah. you guys as. You're 22nd in scoring defense. You shut down Arizona State. You had three huge fourth down stops against Oregon that basically won you guys the game. Yeah. Two-part question. Do you guys feel like the defense has been overlooked? And, and what, what do you think you've shown? people in the last um, couple games I, I can totally say i feel like the defense has been overlooked um i said it before i think we don't get as much love as we deserve um but you know we're showing that we deserve that love and showing that we're going to work just as hard as our offense and you guys saw it versus uh, asu so um just to reiterate you know our defense works just as hard if not harder than anybody else in this country right now so i just think it's important that people see that and recognize that
So, Braylon, you, you had you and Jeremiah both had a ton of success coming off yeah. the edge last year. Set what was it, seventeen, eighteen sacks between the two of you guys last year? And um, you know, just what is happening that that is not allowing you to get in? Is it because they saw what you were able to do last year and they're getting the ball out quicker? What what is it? Um, the ball's getting out pretty quick. Um, uh, they're you know scheming, game planning, but. If that happens, you know, it frees up dudes in the backfield to make plays, and it makes it easier on those guys behind me to play. And um, obviously not taking anything away from the rest of my defense. Uh, mm-hmm. They're out there dogs, you know, playing there, <laughs> uh, playing as hard as they can. But, uh, yeah, individually, I'm not really an individual guy. Like, I'm I'm happy my whole defense is eating this season. It's, it feels good to finally have our whole defense recognized, you know. So, so um, you got your first set, your, well, your only sack against Arizona. I mean, and I don't know if we talked to you since then. How, how did that feel to finally get get home, though, and get that sack? Obviously, it felt great to get home. But, uh, yeah, like I said. Uh, it doesn't matter. I understand. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not really worried about it. But, yeah, it felt great. Obviously, it's a sack, you know. <laughs> so I ain't got much more to say about that. And on the sideline. And they're like, they're looking, they're not keeping up with me, of course, but like they're running though, like full stride and stuff like that. So that was probably one of the funniest things that I saw on my interception for sure. What was the uh, what was the response in terms of going back to your phone after text messages, DMs? Just like, what was that? Oh, it, like? it was like I had like a hundred like text messages and DMs. It was like, good job, like really proud of you. Yeah. Some like guys who I haven't talked to in a while, like, oh, like we're watching you from afar, you know, like really good job. So yeah, it was just a bunch of love, you know. I really appreciated it. What happened to the ball? Oh, I gave it to my dad. So, yeah, it's at the house. It's probably framed by now. But, yeah, my dad has it. <laughs> did you drop it and somebody have to retrieve it or did you hang on? Um, Someone got it for me at the end of the game, and then Mike ended up giving it to me at the end of the game. Did you say anything when he gave it to you? Oh, no, I was like, thank you. I was like, oh, you found it? He was like, yeah, bro. And then, you know, we just kind of just, you know, hugged real quick, just made, told him like, I love him, bro, and I got you. You know, he got me at all times. You know, just making sure, you know, we keep building on stack on this year. Were you looking at the scoreboard? No, I was, I was running. I was running, I look right, and I see the quarterback, and I was like, okay, he has an angle, but I was like, I got to get past. I can't. I can't get past the quarterback. I got to go. Did you hear the crowd? I could. That was one of the times I, could, I thought I could hear everything. Usually, like, in games, like, I don't really hear a lot. Like, even, like, we were cheering loud on third and fourth down. But, like, that specific play, like, as soon as I caught it, I could, like, feel, like, everyone yelling. And I was just like, oh, like, it's loud. Like, so I was like, oh, I really got to go now. Like, and then when I broke the tackle or, like, when he, like, kind of clipped me and I stayed up, then I, like, really got loud. That's when I really heard that one for sure. When he nipped your ankles, mm-hmm. was there a thought for, oh, I'm, like, like, did you think it might go down at a certain point or, or did you feel pretty strong throughout that? I felt pretty good. I mean, when he clipped me, like, because I'm just not really carrying the ball a lot. So when he clipped me, I was just like, oh, like, if that was it, I was like, oh, we're, we're for sure going to make it. If that, <laughs> if, that, if that was all, for sure. Growing up as a Seattle kid, mm-hmm. going to O'Day, all that stuff, I mean, were you always a UW guy? Did you grow up in the stadium going to oh. games? Or what, what was your college football background? It sounds like maybe no. Um, nah, I, I was an Oregon fan. Uh, <laughs> but I grew older, and I realized, you know, the older you get, the smarter you get. And that's not, you know, the, I just like their jerseys and the, the flash. I think they had, like, DeAnthony Thomas and, like, uh, Marcus Mariota back then. But... Uh, the older you get, the smarter you get. So I'd pick the right school for sure. And at a certain point, was there Oregon gear that had to go? I mean, what was that process? Oh, it's all like? gone. It's, it's, it's burning the pit, the flames. It's, <laughs> it's in the air now. So, yeah, it's, it's all gone for sure. On that play, did you kind of know that that pass was going to come, that they were going to throw it in the flat like that on, on fourth down? I didn't know specifically what the play was going to be, but I just saw the demeanor of the receiver and him running that route, and I could just kind of tell, like, okay, like, you could be getting the ball. And just how far we were close to the sideline, like, him cutting out like that, I was just like, okay, like, either you're going to throw a fade or you're going to come back inside. And I had the angle for the fade route, and I had both angles, so I was just kind of just reacting to, like, whatever his footwork was and then for me to match it and then, you know, make that play. 
the pick what six. What's kind of like for you guys? You know, the offense was struggling that game. You know, just kicking mm-hmm. field goals and stuff. And for you guys to to pick up your offense like that, mm-hmm. I mean, what's it kind of say for the defense and your defensive group and and how y'all feel about coming out of that game like that? Uh, I'll just say we're a, we're a strong, tight group on the defensive side. You know, we're we're only control we can control. You know, sometimes the offense you know has days like that, and you know we gotta be able to pick them up. You know, sometimes hopefully not this doesn't happen. But if we were if it were to happen, we have a bad day. You know, we we would love for offense to pick us up and help us out as well. The pick six club. Yeah, the Big Six Club. T-shirts, <laughs> autograph signings, and you and Eddie. Oh, uh, a few. Not, nah, not too much. Not too much. But uh, the Pick Six Club. Um, I'm. I don't know how many people got it. I know. I, I, mine was like, I think like third or fourth longest before. I'm just surprised too, cause I'm like, man, like who took it further? Like I thought I caught mine at like the ten, but they said like I'm only like the fourth longest. So like that means somebody must have caught it like the one yard line, took it back. So well, I may have to beat that one out. Didn't score. Oh, okay. Oh, I guess I got the touchdown. So that's good. And you guys voted Thaddeus didn't let him in. Oh, yeah, and the one Thaddy, yeah, he didn't get in on that. I, I kind of took some advice from him, just some tips on how to return the ball because he had a nice return for sure. <laughs> Misha, uh, Coach Morrell talked the other day about a couple weeks ago kind of challenging you to, to take mm-hmm. your game to yet like another level. Yeah. How do you take something like that, and, and what was your approach to say, okay, like let's – Let's take this even further than you have to this point. Um, I'll say it was probably after the Michigan State game, you know, coming off a good game, Michigan State. The Cal and the Arizona game, I didn't feel like, I think probably you guys can't tell, but I can't. I didn't play to like the standard that I wanted to play at, and there were some plays that I missed out on. He would just kind of get on me, like tell me like, hey, like you're like you're like steps away, you're just details away from like making these plays. You just have to be more like dialed in on like knowing where you are, like understanding, mastering your assignment, and then understanding what the office is trying to do to you. So like uh, I started going to his office a lot more. We just kept just going over small little details, and in practice he's critiquing every small little step I do. Even if it's a great play, he's going to find a way to make it even greater play so when it happens in the live game. So just doing all that, you know, and now it's been stacking. These past two weeks, you know, I'm just working on to even build and have an even better game than I did last week. If I remember correctly, you had a near pick against Oregon near that end zone, didn't you? One where oh, the out where, route, yeah. See, where he, you kind of, I mean, we're yeah. both hands. And you, I mean, was that something where if you had reacted a little bit differently that you might have been able to, to snatch that? So that, was, that was one that he critiqued me on. He yeah. was telling me, you know, I had to help inside on that. So, you know, just hold harder outside leverage on that. Yeah. And, you know, you're not supposed to look at the ball until you get to the man. So I wasn't touching the man yet, and I took a chance on it. And I saw it, and I was like, ah, like, let me just pull up because either I've, if I dive and make it, it's a good play, but then if I dive and miss, it's a touchdown. So I was like, okay, let me at least just get him out of bounds, stuff like that. But that's a play that he was like, good, you had a good break and good drive, but, like, the small little detail of your leverage yeah. is the reason why it turned to a, a catch tackle besides interception or PBU. Are you someone who's always taken coaching like that pretty positively or is that something you've kind of grown with over time? Oh no I've always taken coaching like that positively you know you don't listen to like the tone that they say it and you just listen to kind of the words and you know just understand it and trust in my coach me and coach Morrell have a really good relationship so I already know like anything he's trying to do like it's never personal he's really just trying to get me better and he wants me to see me play at a at a really high level at all times so I don't take any of that personal I'm just listening to all the stuff he's critiquing me and I'm writing it down and going over it before I go to sleep and in the morning and you know hopefully you know not even hopefully, making sure that I don't make the same mistakes that I made from last game and just stacking each day. Sunday mornings, are you checking the rankings? Are you refreshing Twitter? Are you looking at that at all? No, no. I figured, I mean, I, I would hope we're still at five. Um, but, no, I'm not looking at rankings or anything like that. I'm just kind of worried about, you know, getting ready for Stanford. Scoreboard watching at all? Uh, no. We're just worried, us versus us, worried about us right now. Do, do you still pinch yourself that this little track right here behind me is yours? I mean, you, you went the whole distance and – 
whenever you come to a Husky game in the future, you'll look at that and say, you know, that's mine. Uh, <laughs> 90, 89 yards, and I was a local guy that did it too, and there aren't too many of those left. Yeah. <laughs> um, I wouldn't say I would say it was mine. I would just say it's something I'll always, like, cherish, something I can tell my kids. Like, if we ever come to the game, like, hey, like, you know your dad, like, he caught a ball, like, right on this, like, yard line. He took it back all the way to the house. So, like, that's probably something I'll remember. When you saw that thing coming, are you talking to yourself, like, you know, do you, do you do you have a chance to even think about it? Like, no, it's just reaction. Like, we work on ball drills every single day, so that was kind of as soon as I seen it, I was just like, all right, just catch it and then like catch it and then go from there. Like, secure it first. So then once I caught it and I already turned, and then I was like, oh yeah, it's daylight. So I was like, oh, I gotta take advantage of it. Now, did you see all the pictures of you in the crowd, which you were talking about on Saturday, that you wanted one of those after Alex Cook had one? Yeah, I got a few of those. They sent them to me. So, yeah, I'm definitely sending those to my parents. So they're, they're going to frame that one for sure. <laughs> How would you say your guys' defense is different than it was last year? I would say, you know, just adjusting to a new scheme. I'll say just having a second year under our belt, you know, getting used to the scheme. Um, Coach Morrell, you know, putting in like new diff different like little play calls that cater to certain players. Um, having everybody here, you know, Eddie getting some transfers in like Jabbar, Raylan, um, having guys like Cam Fab, Asa, and even the young guys that are stepping up and making plays as well. Dom, you know, I would say me moving positions to Husky, as well as Dom moving to strong safety were two things that, you know, they thought of and were, I think, key role just because, you know, we're able, we're so versatile, we can play anywhere. And just for us to be able to move to that and then be able to adjust on the fly was a good thing for sure. Two years ago at Stanford, did you start, uh, did you play much? Two years? Yeah, I played. I started that game. Uh, we Down went to Palo Stanford. Alto. Yep, yeah, I started okay. that game. Yeah, that was a good game. The pick six. What do you six. remember about Stanford? Real quick, what are you about just being in that stadium? Um, not the loudest stadium, but it's nice. Really nice, beautiful scenery. Uh, Stanford always gives us a good game. Whenever we play Stanford, regardless of our record, regardless of their record, it's always a dogfight. Um, they're physical. I know they slow the clock down a little bit. They kind of take advantage of possessions. But really disciplined, physical team and teams that regardless of whatever score, if they're down by 50, like they're going to treat it as if like it's 0-0. Zero, zero. So they're a team that you know will always scratch and claw to the end. The pick six and the hit at Oregon, which one have you seen more? Uh, I saw the uh, I saw the pick six more, but I kind of like the big hit more. I, I thought I'm more of a hitter type guy, so that was that was a good play. Just one more thing. Just mm -hmm. a lot of talk this week about uh, you know coaches stealing signs and stuff. Are you seeing much of that? Stealing signs? Um, I've never heard of that. I think it would be kind of hard just to steal signs just because you can just run different signs the next week. So you could steal. I know a lot of like teams, like they switch their signs. So like it's kind of hard that if you try to, if you're focusing too much on reading signs, you, should, you probably should be focused on the game plan and more of just like looking at what signs they could potentially be doing. And if they switch signs and they're showing those same signs, but it means something completely different, you could probably put your team in a bad spot. Has there been a time where you've been able to get a tell or pick something up? Um, maybe like in game, like if we see like a quarterback do something like while we're in the game, like hey, like we saw him rub his fingers and like they ran this route, some some stuff like that, but never like before the game, like hey, we know if he does this, we're running this route. I've never caught that before, yeah, no. On May twenty third. I want to go back to normal. What's normal? The Paramount Plus original series, Evil Returns. We've already hunted werewolves and demons. And now what? A baby antichrist? Okie <laughs> dokie. Prepare yourself. You will not beat us. For the end. I have visions of hell. Make it stop. Make it shut up. You're not gonna survive this. Evil. The final season. Streaming May 23rd. Only on Paramount Plus.